Welcome to the Knowing God Podcast. The hope of this podcast is that it would help you to know the Word of God so that you may ultimately know God. I'm your host, Andrew Rutten. Let's continue our look at Colossians 3 verse 5 and what it means to put to death sexual immorality. Now, once again, just a reminder, the conversation may contain a bit more sensitive material, so I just want you to be conscious of that as we begin. Now, so far, we've looked at the problem of sexual immorality and the issue of impurity. Now, Paul is going to move on to our passions or lust. So let's read the verse and then discuss. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. We are going to focus today on that word that's translated in the ESV, passion. If you normally read the NIV or the NLT or even the CSB translation of the Bible, that word is translated lust. So today we're going to consider what it means to put to death lust. And I'm assuming that lust is a concept most of us have heard about, you've probably thought about, or heard sermons on, so this is probably not going to be completely new to many, but what I want to do is consider what that word lust or passion means, and then we'll ask, how do we put it to death? The word that Paul uses here, that we translate either passion or lust, is used three times in the New Testament. And each time it's connected to sexual desire. So the New Testament has this word essentially talking about immoral passions or lusts or desires tied to sexual immorality. So when we're talking about the word or idea of lust, we are saying that it is a longing for something that is immoral, primarily in regard to sexual desires. And one way that's been helpful for me in making sense of the problem of lust is that God calls us to love, but the world and our flesh tempts us to lust. Love is others-focused. It's about giving. Lust is self-focused and about getting, which is the core of the distinction between God and a sinful world. Right? God is pure love. He's focused on generously giving good to others. We, in our sin, are lustfully focused on receiving as much as we can. Or maybe we could say it like this. Lust is love inverted. Lust is love inverted. Does that make sense? It's the opposite of love. It's the antithesis of love. It, it's love turned in the opposite direction. So maybe if you could get the image in your mind here, love is outward or focused on the good of others. Lust is focused inward for the good of myself. Here's maybe a helpful illustration, I hope. Imagine you're driving a car. Maybe some of you listening to this are driving a car, okay? And it's necessary for when you are driving to have your eyes on the road. Your vision has to be on the people the cars, and the surroundings around you. And great drivers have great vision in front of them, 
in their peripheral vision on the sides. They know where cars are and how to drive safely amongst them. They are looking out. When your vision changes to inside your car, then you have problems. Right? Imagine you're looking out your windshield and you're you're watching everything around you and then you look down at your phone. Or maybe you look into the back seat to reprimand your child for throwing food everywhere. Or maybe you're noticing that you have a big stain on your shirt and you just found out and now you're looking down at your shirt. Right? Whenever your vision moves from outside the car to only inside the car, now you have a problem. You have danger. Right? Not just danger for yourself, but now you are a danger to everyone around you because you are no longer focused on others and what's outside, how you can safely drive amongst them. You are now only self-focused, looking on the inside of the car, putting yourself in danger as well as those around you. This is the difference between love and lust. Love is always looking out for the people around you, noticing and caring for those around you. And when we love others, we are most safe and joyful as well because that's how God designed us to live. However, lust is only looking out for yourself, only noticing yourself, only noticing what is going on with you. When our vision changes from looking outside to looking at ourself, we are no longer safe and we are no longer safe for others. So how does that translate to sexual morality? Well, sex was designed for love. God designed it for a committed relationship to be mutually giving of yourself for the pleasure and goodness of your spouse. It is not primarily self-focused, but focused on your spouse and the unity between the two of you. Lust is love inverted. Sinful, worldly sexual lust is not about what you can give and about a union with another. It is about what you can receive. How can I receive pleasure? Lust is viewing sex as a pleasure for yourself rather than a self-giving act of love. And lust acted on is damaging yourself as well as the person you are lusting after. So, Paul says, we must put these lustful passions to death. Jesus said this in Matthew chapter 5. He said, whatever tempts us in sexual lust, we must cut it out or throw it away. In other words, Jesus says, you must wage war on lust. So here's my main encouragement for you today, which is to spend maybe a few minutes reflecting on your personal war on lust. Or maybe I would encourage you to start with this. Ask yourself, am I engaged in the war? And as you ask yourself that, maybe take a moment to consider what tends to tempt you in the area of lust. If lust is viewing sex as a pleasure for yourself rather than a self-giving act of love, what are the areas that you need to engage the war in? And it could be a lot of different things. It might be certain websites, not even necessarily pornographic ones, but just websites or social media things or or pictures or videos that you see that begin to tempt you. It might be certain TV shows or movies. 
It might be looking lustfully at certain people. It might be merely letting your thoughts wander to lustful places. Unfortunately, there's all sorts of options. And I do trust the Spirit to bring one of those to mind to you, whichever one you need to consider. And as that one comes to mind, I want you to ask yourself, am I engaged in the war on this? Or what might I need to do to begin putting that temptation and lust to death? And let me plead with you, whatever God brings to mind there, do it. Fight it. It matters. It is for the good of honoring God and for the good of yourself and for the good of others around you. And you can do this by the power of the Spirit. You can wage war. Jesus says it. Paul says it. You are dead to these things. You can actually fight and walk in sexual morality and purity. And therefore, by the power of the Spirit, I pray, would you wage war today? Friends, may God bless you and keep you. May he give you favor, grace, and peace.